And welcome to the Cards of the Day podcast. If you're tuning in, maybe you close your eyes, take some deep, deep breaths. Today is a day of passivity and receptivity, perception, intuition, listening. So the more that we can slow down and be present, get consciously in tune with every inhale and every exhale, we will be doing ourselves a favor and increasing our level of intuition for the rest of the day to come. Today we're ruled by the Queen of Diamonds, the card of philanthropy. The card of listening and supporting, observing and being able to see what it is that people really need to feel supported and cradled and held and seen and heard and important and loved. And after observing that, being able to give to them generously. The queen is a giver. She is the mama. The queen of diamonds is about giving people what they need and being able to give it generously, just out of pure love, out of pure maternal divine care. But before we can be overflowing so that we have so much to give others in this physical world, we've got to listen to ourselves, right? Figure out what we need so that we can fill ourselves up, so that we can overflow, so that we have so much to give. Next with us on the docket, we have the seven of clubs, the card of mental elevation, of rising above the thoughts and the worries and the perceptions and the mindsets and the words that don't serve us, that are selfish, that are unnecessary, that are fear-based. So that we can step into a whole new elevated mindset, a new set of perceptions that serve us more, that are more based in love than in fear, that are more based in necessity rather than unnecessary (laughs) On the low side, the seven of clubs is about letting your mind run away with you in selfish, fear-based, anxious, scared ways or any of the other negative things that your mind does that that set you back, that hold you back, 
the negative perceptions that we all put on ourselves, these perceived limitations that don't actually exist. So the high side of the seven of clubs is how can we elevate above those perceived limitations and boundaries. Elevating to a place of understanding that there are no limitations to our mind. That a lot of the boundaries that are in our path are literally just in our minds. Oof. And when we take the Queen of Diamonds and the Seven of Clubs to, together today, <clears throat> we get the Six of Hearts, the balance of our love, justice in our emotions, responsibility to our connections and our communities, karmic love, karmic connection, karmic relationships. What relationships are out of balance? Where are you giving more than you are receiving and how can you restore balance to that connection? And conversely, where are you receiving more than you are giving and how can you give back to that connection? What friendships, what relationships, what familial relationships or what communities in your life, the people, the hearts, what needs a little, a little nudge? What needs a little help? What, le- what needs a little energy? What needs a little love? Who in your life needs a little love for you to restore balance to things? The highest manifestation of today is restoring balance to ourselves and to others emotionally and socially. <sighs> Thank you so much for being here. Excited to embark on this beautiful journey with you today. Oh, Queen of Diamonds, divine servant, service-oriented mama, sacred feminine energy of holding space and of listening. Oh, Queen of Diamonds, be with us today as we try to become more intuitive and receptive and perceptive about what we need and about what the people in our lives need. As we try to become more in tune with how we can better be of service to ourselves and others and the world. Oh, Queen, please bless us with your powers of intuition. Please bless us with your powers of feeling and supporting and loving unabashedly. Please bless us with the divine support that we need to understand how we can best be of service. What do we have to give? The diamonds are blessing us 
with physical, tangible, material, financial, earthly, value-oriented understanding. What actions are we taking the diamonds want us to look at? What actions are we taking and how do those demonstrate our values? And when we combine that concept with the concept of the queen, what actions are you taking to be of service? How is your intuition helping you to develop your action plan? How can you be observant and perceptive of the physical, tangible world around you? Notice the things that are happening on this earthly plane in a physical sense around you. In terms of your materiality, what are you accumulating and what are you able to give? In terms of your finances, what abundance is coming to you and what abundance are you able to give? For you see, the queen is passive where the king is active. So the queen is about sitting back and looking around and observing, perceiving, receiving. Lots of energy in this physical world related to the diamonds. And then when you receive all of this stuff in the physical world, that is when you are able to be giving of it. What do you have an overabundance of that you are able to give? Maybe it's literally money. Maybe it is food. Maybe it is music. Maybe it is time. Maybe it is space. Maybe it is art. Maybe it is just an ear. Maybe it is just a shoulder. The Queen of Diamonds is asking us today to tune into where we are. So that we can give more. The more we give, the more we the more we receive. Having a little trouble speaking this morning. Feeling really overwhelmed by the beauty of this energy. I feel it really flowing through me today. I think that's why my tongue's getting all twisted. The more we receive, the more we can give. And the more we can give, the more we receive. So the Queen of Diamonds is saying, sit back and allow yourself to receive. Allow yourself to become aware of that which you have been receiving. It's, imagine you have a bunch of different cups. You know, it's not just about filling up one cup and, and pouring that out. I'm now imagining you have several different cups. Say that we have a cup for our money. How have you been receiving abundance monetarily? And how are you able to give that abundance and be generous with that abundance? Or maybe that cup, money cup, is like nothing's going on over there. That cup's empty. You don't, you're not getting any, you're not receiving any, you're not giving any. Okay. How about food? Do you have a plentiful garden right now? Are you receiving a lot of plant energy that you can give? 
Are your cabinets full of food that maybe somebody else could use right now? What about your cup of time? Has COVID left you with no time at all? Or do you have a lot of time right now? Is your cup of time full? Are you abundant in terms of time? Where could you give that time? Where could you be generous with that? What about your space? Do you have an abundance of space that could be shared with somebody who needs some space right now? Where in your physical world are you feeling abundant? Do you have a lot of physical energy that you need to get out? That maybe somebody else would really appreciate if you went and walked their dog today because you have an overabundance of energy that you can share and maybe somebody else doesn't. The Queen of Diamonds asks us to look at where we are abundant. Just be observant of where you've been receiving and where you are abundant and prosperous so that you can go share that, so that you can support the people of your kingdom, of your queendom, of your community, of your family, of your friends, of your relationships. Where can you give? Because there are infinite ways that each of us can give. But we might feel like, well, I don't have any money, so I don't have anything to give. It's not just about money. Nothing is ever just about money. I was really on a roll with writing some of the um, prompts for the Queen of Diamonds and the other cards today. And I am making a conscious effort to try to become more you oriented, listener oriented as I do this. I want to not only share um, some personal examples, but I want to be able to make this podcast something that truly gives you many things to think about on your personal individual basis. So I'm trying to use more you keywords so that you can hopefully feel some resonance and apply it to yourself. Not just me talking about the meaning of the cards and it seeming, you know, where can I draw from this? So if you have any thoughts or um, advice or constructive criticism to throw my way in that regard, I would be super down to hear it. And thank you to all of you who've been reaching out and saying that you're thankful um, for me coming back on in these podcasts. I swear every message that I receive about them gives me more power and more wherewithal to continue on this journey of sharing this medicine. And it's really helpful to me um, to be able to provide this medicine in general. So I really appreciate your kudos um, and your, your love in any way that you send it and your support just by energetically listening. Even if you don't tell me that you are, um, the support of just you listening is coming through. I feel it. I feel it in my bones, in the air, in my soul. So thank you so much. And here are some of the prompts that I wrote for the Queen of Diamonds today for all of us. How can I be more receptive? In what moments... Am I just going through the motions today? And how can I become more observant and actually open my eyes to the glory of the present moment rather than just moving around in a robotic, homogeneous, stagnant way in which I always move? What is my intuition telling me? 
How can I become more in tune with my intuition? What is your intuition telling you? And how can you become more in tune with your intuition in this day, in every moment? You're having a conversation with your roommate and you're just kind of on autopilot. How can you take a deep breath and become really present in that moment? Really listen. How can you be more generous with what you have? What do you have an abundance of that you can be more generous with, more giving with? How can you be of more service through the things that you have? This queen of the material and financial world wants us to give what we can of our tangible assets, whether it's money, time, space, our voice, our food, our music, how do you have the resources to tangibly support others? And how are you doing so? This is a day that is rooted in service. And the service comes from the perception of what others need. How can you become more in tune of what other, with what others need? How can you open your eyes and look around and be like, dang, this person really needs a friend right now, or I really need to be my own friend right now? And how can you be of service to the world through being of more service here in a material and tangible sense? Oh, Queen of Diamonds, please bless us today in being able to sit back and take in because in understanding that the more that we take in, the more that we have to give, we are able to continuously give more, to consistently be of service. And how can we learn from these lessons as we take inventory of what cups of ours are filled and what are halfway filled and what are, what are empty or what are halfway empty? What glasses are we seeing as half full and what glasses are we seeing as half, em half empty and how can we take inventory of where our cups are so that we can give more of where we have more abundance? Please help us, Queen of Diamonds, in this pursuit to be of more service through our physical body, through the actions that we take and through the values that are the undercurrent of all of the actions that we take. Now the seven of clubs, the card of mental elevation is also with us today and asking us to really step up in terms of our thoughts and our words and our mindsets. Here's some prompts that I wrote for the seven of clubs today. How can I elevate my mind today, my mindsets, my perceptions? What is begging me to rise above it as it floats around my brain unnecessarily? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Is it worry? Is it all these unnecessary what ifs? What if this? What if that? Is it judgment? Is it greed? Is it bitterness? Is it anger? What is floating around your brain that you do not need today? Because today, all of the energies are with you to rise above that stuff, friends. 
the energies of today are begging you. They're like, seven is like literally, I've never had this thought before, this visualization, but seven is literally trying to pull you from the material realm to the spiritual realm. The seven of clubs is trying to pull you from this mundane, egotistical, judgment, fear-based mindset that a lot of us live in and trying to pull you into a more spiritual mindset that is less selfish, that is more love-based than fear-based, that is more necessary than unnecessary. What is tempting my mind that I have the ability to rise above? How are my thoughts or words selfish or fear-based and or destructive to you or to others? How can you elevate above those to embrace thoughts and words that are selfless instead of selfish, that are love-based instead of fear-based, and or that are constructive instead of destructive for yourself and others? Another way to think of this is um, there are thoughts and and words that maybe you are selfishly keeping inside that you should let out what communications have you been needing to make that maybe you've been a little selfishly keeping inside or that you're afraid to speak and how can you choose to rise above that and be selfless and say okay i'm gonna do these communications today because i've been needing to or conversely, what are you selfishly letting out that maybe you should keep in? Are you just drowning the people around you in words and perspectives that are totally destructive? Are you just going off and off and off about conspiracy theories that are not helpful? What should you actually keep to yourself? That would actually elevate you. Because it's proven that um, ranting doesn't actually help us. People say, oh, like if you're going through that, you need to let it out. But if you're in therapy for the same thing for months on end, because you just keep going to therapy and ranting about how angry you are about this and ranting, that's not actually helping you. It's scientifically proven that you are just putting yourself back in that space of anger, which is not helpful in getting you through the anger to get back into that space of fear and judgment and pissedness. I remember listening to an old roommate every week in therapy, the same thing. She's just being so mad and angry about this and this and this and this and the same things, honestly, the same things over and over. And I'm like, that is not helping for her therapist to just let her go off and be pissed about everything all the time. And then I even read in that time of my life, it is not helpful for us to go on these rants. Yes, sometimes you need to express yourself, but like if you're expressing the same kinds of anger for months on end, we got to have some growth in that way. How can you elevate above the things that you've been drowning in by seeing them in a different way? Back to those limitations of our perception We can do better. And I hope nobody felt personally attacked by that. I too have been in a space where I was able, where I was just keeping myself in a rant, a rant, a rant, a rant, a rant mindset 
for years. How could this person do that to me after everything that I did for them? I gave them my life. I gave them all my time. I gave them all my energy. I did everything for them. How could they do that to me? How could they do that to me? How could they do that to me? I made myself crazy with that shit for years. And guess who the only person was that could help me elevate my mind above that shit? Me. Me. Guess who's the only person who can help you elevate above that shit? You. 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 Another thing with the seven of clubs is that they're so, seven is so lucky and charming and temptation oriented um, that you'll see your mind feeling tempted to resort to anger, to resort to judgment, to resort to fear. But how can you rise above that temptation and say, not today, fear, not today, judgment, not today, anger, not today, bitterness, and thus start developing those mental pathways for yourself where you're like, hey, I feel this bitterness coming on, but I'm choosing to elevate above it. You do that one time, guess what? The next time's easier. Guess what? The time after that, easier again. Guess what? Every single time that you choose to elevate above your anger slash bitterness slash fear slash worry slash whatever, every time you choose to elevate above that, you are developing the mental pathways. You're literally creating muscle memory in your brain. Literally. That is making it easier for you to take that path again. Just like taking the road less traveled, the more you take the road less traveled, the more comfortable you become taking the road less traveled. And then it becomes the more traveled road. One of my one of my really good friends in this life um, is trying to prove mind over matter. And prove that you can literally change your brain. She has it tattooed on her left arm, mind over matter in Latin. And her whole life's work is, she's a PhD, is all surrounding the fact that we can elevate our minds. <laughs> we literally can. There is no question about it in terms of if you consider your mind possible as a, as a possibility of, of being able to elevate. It's all about a question of perception. If you really don't think you're able to, you're not going to be able to. But if you hear what I'm saying and you really understand that the more that you choose elevation, the more easier it becomes to choose elevation. Elevation meaning rising above whatever negative emotions or thoughts or mindsets or perspectives are pervading your mind. Believe me, reiterating that elevation makes it easier to choose elevation every day. And yeah, you won't always be able to elevate in every single moment, but you'll always be able to continue learning how to elevate. And today the seven of clubs is like, I'm tired of thinking these negative things. I'm tired of saying these negative things. I'm tired of not expressing myself. What are you tired of? What is your mind keeping you from being able to do because of these whack perceptions that you have? These whack limitations that you're perceiving, we don't need them. You don't need them. Man, I'm on one today. Sorry if I'm sounding so like, you need to do that. You need to do <laughs> I'm speaking just as much to myself as I am to you. Gonna listen to this today. Um, and 
So the last two prompts that I wrote for this one are how can I be charming without being deceptive because sevens are so fun. They're charming. But if you see yourself trying to um, like convince somebody of something for selfish reasons, how can you not be deceptive? How are you being tempted to be a little untrue or be a little, um, you know, mm, dishonest or... I don't know. You fill in the blank. How are you feeling tempted of your mind to be a little more deceptive either to yourself or to others or to the world? And um, how can you rise above that? And lastly, how can I stop worrying and embrace acceptance and faith? Because a lot of the seven of clubs is just, it's the card of worry and your mind wants to go on worrying about this and worrying about that and worrying about all the things, but like worrying doesn't really help anything. And I have had to teach myself over the course of the years, worrying helps nothing. You're not doing anything constructive by worrying. If you're planning, if you're getting ready for a conversation that you're going to have to have by writing about it and trying to mentally prepare for the space that you need to be in to have that conversation, that's one thing. But if you're just like, oh, I'm so worried that they're not going to like me back. Oh, I'm so worried that how they're going to, yeah, worrying just makes your cells like hate you and hate being you. Worrying doesn't help shit. Sorry for cussing today, but somebody needs to hear this. Worrying doesn't help shit. Worrying is holding you back. Worrying is destructive. Worrying is making every cell in your body scream, help! Let's rise above worrying. Let's accept. Let's surrender. Let's have faith. Take your, take your mind from a place of worrying to a place of constructively planning. Or constructively working to overcome that worry. We got to stop getting stuck in the worry. And finally, when we combine the receptive, perceptive, generous queen of diamonds energy, who's looking to give in any way that she can, who's looking to hold space in any way that she can. And we combine that with the seven of clubs, the card of elevating our minds. We get the six of hearts, the card of balancing in our love and relationships. Six is the number of karma because the number six has three on both sides. So it's like justice and responsibility. Think of the scales of Libra. They're weighed equally because, um, or we try to get them to be balanced by putting equal amounts on both sides. We want to be giving just as much as we are receiving. And if we've been receiving more than we're giving, then we need to do some giving to balance things out. If we've been giving more than we've been receiving, then we need to do some receiving to balance things out. So how can the queen of diamonds, who's all about receiving, help you to balance your relationships more today? Because the highest manifestation of today is the six of hearts is balancing our relationships. But the way that we get to that balancing of relationships is through the generosity and receptivity of the Queen of Diamonds and or the elevation of our minds with the Seven of Clubs. 
Today, we have this opportunity to restore balance and justice into our friendships and our connections and our communities. We have this chance to karmically reset where we're at in our love life, in our emotional life, in our social life. But the pathways to doing that are through the Queen of Diamonds and the Seven of Clubs, which we've just talked about. And that's kind of the format for this podcast every single day. The highest manifestation is always the last card. The equals. A plus B equals C. C is always the highest manifestation of the day. But the way that you're going to get to the C is with the A plus the B. You can't, you can get to C in a lot of other ways, but then you're going to have X plus Y or N plus M or O plus P. So the way today that we get to the six of hearts, balancing our relationships is through the queen of diamonds and the seven of clubs, through being giving with what we have in a material sense and through elevating our minds to be more worthwhile places for us to live. You're the one who gets to live in your mind for the rest of your life. Do you want to elevate it or do you want to keep succumbing to temptation of worry and living in a mind that you're scared to live in, of living in a mind of worry and fear? You deserve better. You know it. And so maybe the six of hearts is even today about balancing your self-love, saying, I love myself so much, I'm not going to continue to worry anymore. I love myself so much, I'm going to stop judging myself. I love myself so much, I'm not going to let myself be so angry because I know that that's killing me. Restoring balance to your own self-love is how you're going to restore balance to your other kinds of love too. So some prompts I wrote for the Six of Hearts. How can I balance my relationships today? What are my current karmic debts to the people in my life? Sorry, how can you balance your relationships today? What are your current karmic debts to the people in your life? How can you use the power of the Queen of Diamonds receptivity and generosity to balance out some connections in your life slash to give back to your communities? How can you call upon the Seven of Clubs to help you rise above mental fears so that you can better be responsible to your friends and family? You can be more loving to your friends and family if you stop your mind from all these negative perceptions. If you're so mad at your mom for X, Y, Z that you can't go be of service to her when she needs you, your relationship is out of balance simply because you can't get out of your own dang head. Do you want to be that person? No, you want to be the person who gets out of your head and goes and helps your mom, no matter what your mom did to you. Our parental relationships are like the most, some of the most important in our lives. And the hardships that you have in those relationships are where the most growth and learning and expansion can take place in this life, I believe. Whether or not your parents are still alive, whether or not they're still in your life, doing the forgiveness, doing the acceptance, doing the surrender to what they have done to you and for you and with you, and realizing that those are the greatest lessons of your life, that is so important. So maybe if you really need to be family oriented today and just like think about some family oriented stuff, um, that could be the key for you today. What relationships have you been receiving more 
than giving? And how can you restore balance within those? And then in what relationships have you been giving more than receiving? And how do you balance those? How can you restore stability into your family life or your friendships or your communities or other connections by doing what is fair, by doing what is just, by doing what is responsible, by doing what is balanced, by doing what is karmically upheld? Excuse me. Little mushroom burp. All right, y'all, we're closing up. I only got a few more minutes, a few more seconds here, but I love you so much. And I really encourage you to reach out to me if I can help you in any way. I appreciate you. I love you. And I want you to know that you are supported by the energies of the universe, by the energies of the cars, by the energies of the stars, by the energies of the elements and of the seasons and of the cycles and of the moon. You are supported. Receive that support. Sat Nam. Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day.